Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. How's everybody doing? Yeah, just doing great. I'd be doing better if my landline would work. For some reason, that doesn't want to work tonight. Period. So I had to put my cell in. Coming from the Big Apple. I'm sorry? Fabian's coming from the Big Apple. Well, if you don't give me 30 seconds, we uh, are getting there. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Heavy F and the Poli Sci Guys, our political roundtable. It is Friday evening. We are coming to you this evening live from New York, New York, the Big Apple. You guessed it, downtown Madison Avenue. Where the sky is high, the lights are on, the city is partying, and over on Broadway, they're showing some really good shows. The time, 1021 on the East Coast, 721 on the Left Coast, and in between, it is 8 and 921, respectively. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. For those of you that are jerks and want to cause trouble on this program, get lost. I know y'all are in here. I know you follow me, and the minute that I post it, you guys see it. You start on me, I'm going to make you curl up in a fetal position and cry, and I won't edit it out of my call. I'll let others hear how I school your asses, pure and simple, because this is my program. I've been doing this for a long, long time, and I know how little schoolboys that play with themselves in the closet do, okay? So don't waste my time. Our roundtable this evening is going to be the great Ashbow, the great Allen. We're going to have Patricia. We're going to have Barbara. We're going to have Mark. We may have Tracy. We may have others that come in here before it's all said and done, but who knows? Because tonight, we're going to party. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk a little bit of this. We're going to talk a little bit of that. But at the end of the day, we're going to have a little fun because we're always too damn serious. And there was a guy that ran in the great city of New York, New York, where his only motto was, the rent is too damn high. And so anytime that he was on the debate lectern, he would simply walk up to the podium and he would say, and I want everybody to say it together, it is the rent is too damn high. One, two, three, the rent is too damn high. All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We have sponsors. We have good sponsors. We have sponsor number one, which is the Wall Street Journal. They pay the most money, so they get the first spot. WSJ.com, where you get the right news at the right time in the upper right-hand corner. You get to type in Heavy F and Poli Sci. That should make everybody's day. You save a little money, I make a little money, and everybody's happy. Our second sponsor, well, it's a cow. Now, this cow, they don't like to be eaten, so they encourage you to eat more chicken. It is. Chick-fil-A, where they did not invent the chicken, dadgummit. They invented the chicken sandwich. Well, I recommend that you have, what is it, guys? What do I recommend everybody have? A number one with a cherry Coke. Cherry Coke. I do recommend a number five, but I've only done that once in the entire lifetime of their sponsorship. However, it is a number one large size with a cherry Coke. Try it today. All right, we have two new sponsors. 
One of them I will selfishly, selflessly promote. It is the SPW Consulting Group. We are going to be getting out there at the first of the year and really pushing a lot of products that we do. But we do uh, business consulting, help people that want to start their own business, their own Amazon business, so on and so forth. We encourage you guys to uh, come check us out. It will be spwconsulting.us and .com. We also have, also coming in January, and this is the bigger one, Secret Sleepers will be coming in uh, January, and you'll be able to check us out at secretsleepers.us and .com. be pretty interesting uh, what we're going to be doing with that. Uh, we're also going to be hiring uh, throughout the United States. We need, as of right now, we're going to need about 45 employees spread throughout the country. We will be paying well, $150 a day, and you've got to do about six hours worth of work. So do the math. You'll find out that that's pretty good. We also give you per diem so you'll be able to eat. you get to travel, have a little fun, take your family, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the program. And we're going to start off with a fart. Now, I know everybody's going to laugh at that. But I have avoided this news story for two weeks, okay? And today I'm sitting waiting to take off, okay? And I'm reading a story, and what do I see? My ribs are going to break. Okay. Do I see, but in Japan, a lady gets caught on fire by her fart. Okay, so let me let me lay out the flatulence for you. She's in surgery. Picture Okay, for those of you that know me know I love the Golden Girls. So let me set it up the right way. Picture it. Tokyo, Japan, operating room. Okay? They're doing their work and then all of a sudden there's nothing flammable in the room and I don't know if she didn't get the memo about being NPO before surgery, but all of a sudden, she just lets out a big harump. She probably had some Chinese food. Okay. And next thing you know, the room is on fire. So, what are the doctors and the nurses singing? The roof is on fire. The roof is on fire. Then somebody realizes, hey, we better put this thing out because she is on fire. Okay. So, what happens as they're putting out the fire, but... They start thinking, okay, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. And then in the background, here comes Garth Brooks. We didn't start the fire. No, that's Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. But her fart was churned, and then she's really burning. We didn't. Anyway, so that's, that is the news story that we're going to lead off with. And, yes, for those of you that are bound to send me messages going, this is not serious stuff, and you need to be more serious, get over it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like I said, I avoided that damn story as long as I could. Oh my God, my stomach hurts now. That's true because I saw that story. That's <laughs> true. I touched it in your room. <laughs> Hey, was that where Garth Brooks' song "Standing Outside of the Fire" came from? Yes. The doctors were thinking, "Thank goodness we are standing outside the fire." <laughs> standing outside the fire. Life is not tried; it is mere. Or life is not tried; it is merely survived. Thank goodness we're standing outside the fire. 
the moral of the story. The moral of the story is if you smell gas, <laughs> the laser. Don't let him match. <laughs> now, shall we continue? Any, anybody that may be new listening in, they're like, good God, this is supposed to be a political show, and they're talking about flatulence. What the hell? <sighs> what can we say? Okay. I'm going to throw it out there. I, I'm just going to throw throw one thing out there, okay? And I this is one of those, we're going to do a lightning round where I'm going to throw out questions that require only a yes or no answer. And for those of you, Barbara, Mark, Allen, that are tempted to pontificate, I'm not interested. Okay? <laughs> I simply want yes or no. So here we go. An indictment for Hillary. And I'm going to start with the superhero of the bunch. Ashbo. Yes. Allen. Yeah. Patricia. Yes. Barbara. Oh, yeah. Mark. No. And I, too, say no. Um, oh, we do have someone on here if she wants to participate directly. Um, do you want to participate directly or no? If no, send me a chat. If yes, then feel free to answer the question. Okay. I'm going to assume a new. Okay. So the reason for... You know, there's a lot of talk about these indictments coming down on Hillary. First of all, and and I know this is going to fly in the face of two of you on this call, but that news story is fake, false, and not true. Never once, never once did the FBI director say that an indictment was coming against Hillary. What they said was indictments were coming on the Clinton Foundation. Okay. And believe it or not, Hillary's not under investigation in that mess. The only part of it that she's under investigation of is her part at the State Department, pay for play. But when they go to nail people, they're not going to nail her for pay for play. They did, however, find 743 classified emails on the big wieners (laughs) server. Okay? Houston... There is a problem, and uh, that that's what's going to get her. And to be honest, and I know we've been making jokes about this, but but Wiener will be her downfall. Okay, Wiener is going to be her downfall. So they have found 750, and that is so far. Now they are not; they haven't said anything yet. As far as what they're going to do with that, I just don't know. I'm not 100% sure if they plan to go after her. I just, I don't. I I expect there'll be some fall guys below her because rumor has it, and this came from Jackie, that uh, Obama plans to pardon everybody before he leaves. Which, you know, I've been saying that for months. But... Here's something serious I want you guys to ponder, okay? And and this will wrap up this particular part of of lightning round. There once was a congressman named Weiner who had a perverted demeanor. 
He was forced from the hill for acting like Bill. Now Congress is one wiener leaner. And the moral and the moral is if you tweet your meat, you lose your seat. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on <laughs> to the second question of the lightning round. Okay. Listen, I have just decided that we are too damn serious on these programs, and it's time to lighten the hell up. So, as you all know, I was scheduled to work today. And, of course, I did not work today. (laughs) Whoops. Wow. That's a great thing about your job. The good news is I did tell my boss I wasn't working today, and I told her why I wasn't working today. And she was like, I have your back. Those were her exact words to me. I have your back. I was so pleased to hear that because not one damn person picked up a single 30-minute segment of my shift. Pricks. <laughs> Guess anyway. what? It could be worse. It could yeah. be worse. I could work on the PAL line and not have my schedule fixed the way I want it and be kind of like the black sheep of the family. But I we agree. love. I agree. We love that black sheep. We really do. And I went to bat for that black sheep not not only yesterday, but today. Many so. people have went to bat for the black sheep, but guess what? It's still black. Yeah, but you seem to forget one thing. I got a little bit of pull with the right person, so I will. I will go to that person and very roundaboutly defend the black sheep. It will work, I promise. Anyway, so today as I was I was going through everything and driving down to B and A and and wondering, you know. You know, you're left to just ponder a lot of things. And I was thinking about jobs, because there's a lot of people in this country that don't have them. And evidently, my my company wants to outsource them to the Philippines. So, I was thinking about jobs and how a lot of people are not appreciative of what job they do have. Okay? Now, I will tell you that there are some days that I absolutely do not want to take another phone call from another person telling me how stupid I am and that I'm wrong and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I do take great pleasure in telling them what I'm not going to do in such a way that they don't realize I've just told them that I'm not going to do it. So I do get some pleasure from it. But I realize something. I am lucky to have a job. Okay, I'm lucky to have a job that I can work from home, I am lucky to have a job that if I do need to call them up and say, hey, you know what, I'm, I can't work this shift, and it's going to hurt my, my overall time for this week, but if you'll look back over the past year, I've never dropped below 95%, which is not true. I have once, but I've never been below 90, which is what our criteria, 90% of our shift we have to do, uh, 95 if you want a bonus. And so, um, and I'm lucky to have a boss that does have my back, okay? Um, for whatever reason, um, I am well-liked by uh, Courtney and, and to a degree Leanne, maybe a lesser degree Leanne, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so. She hates uh, me. Well, she does. So anyway, Leanne, Leanne does not like little black sheep. And <laughs> at least she thinks she don't like little black sheep. I don't know. But every indication is that she's right. But anyway, we'll just kind of leave that at that. Uh, 
And we hope that Little Black Sheep becomes part of the fold again. But we shall see. Uh, because Little Black Sheep does a great job. Are we talking job. about the Bible now? I'm sorry? Are we talking about the Bible now? We're not. Are we supposed to be? <laughs> Seemed like it was going that way. It's not. I'm just using the Black Sheep reference because it's funny. But uh, the whole work thing, for those of you that have jobs, uh, be thankful for what parts of the job you can be thankful for. And if there are parts of the job that need to be changed, have the courage to stand up and try to change them. Uh, And be mindful of those that don't have jobs. And believe it or not, just in the past few hours, I have seen literally hundreds that for whatever reason don't have them. So that's kind of what brought that up. But um, next lightning round question, again, yes or no question. Do you agree with Obama's move to release a lot of these federal prisoners that he's been releasing? Uh, He released 72 more very quietly yesterday. Uh, Do you agree with it, yes or no? This time we're going to go at the bottom of the pile. Mark. No. Barbara. No. (laughs) Patricia. No. Alan. No. Ashley? No. And I say yes. So I will go against the grain again there. Um, Since I didn't give anybody else a reason to explain, I won't explain. Uh, Just suffice it to say that mandatory sentences are bull for whatever, with the exception of rape and those type things. Drug mandatory sentences, I think, are a mistake. Now, granted, I don't know every single person's case there, and, and none of us do. Um, but should somebody be jammed up for the rest of their life because they had a pound of pot in their car, especially now that we've got so many states legalizing pot? They were just ahead of the curve. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Next question. Okay. Now, there are 51 of these. Well, let me clarify. There are 50 of them with one extra place. Okay. Which state will throw a monkey wrench in the election? And I'm going to go ahead and take out one state you are not allowed to say, and that is Utah. And if somebody mentions your state, you must pick another one. We will start with the almighty, the great Ashbow. Florida. I don't know. Uh, Florida Florida will be interesting. I'm going to write these down, and we're going to discuss each one of them. So let me find the hotel pen. They, they've got these little nifty little notepads in here. That's I know. Cool. I love it. It's awesome. You know what makes it even better? I don't have to pay for it. I know. Okay, so Florida. Okay. Thunder Nuts in the Tenfold Society, you're up. Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think PA going to be in, too. All right, Patricia. Ohio. Y'all are picking the obvious ones. Come on. Let's get something exciting. Barbara. Uh, North Carolina. Ah, that's going to be interesting. Mark. Michigan. Oh, that one's a good one. 
But I'm going to tell you all the one that's going to hang it all. Nevada. Pot Central itself. Colorado. Yeah. I was going to say that one, too. That's right. All right. So, in preparation for this evening's program, earlier this week, I had decided to do a wee bit of research. And in said research, I I kind of figured as much. Uh, In my research, I went and... Son of a bitch. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) Wow. Alan, too bad you didn't know how to dispatch. Okay. Uh, Let's go ahead and start at the top of the list, and let's start with Florida. Okay, tell me which way. I'm going to come through the list real quick. And tell me which way that you expect each of these to go. Okay? And just give me the name. That's all I need is the name of how you expect this state to go. And then we're going to discuss it. So we say Florida's a toss-up state. Ashley, which way is it going? Trump. Allen. Florida? Yes. Hillary. Okay. Patricia. Trump. Barbara. Trump. Mark. Trump. And I say Trump. The polls there are all trending his way. Black vote is down uh, overall. And so I... The final consensus is that Trump is going to take it. Pennsylvania, Mark. Trump. Barbara. Oh, God, that's going to be a toss-up, but I'm going to say Trump. Patricia. Trump. Allen. Trump majorly. Hillary, Hillary, oops, Ashley. Hey, I say Trump. And I agree, Trump. Numbers there tend to favor him in the rural areas, and I think we're going to see very heavy turnout there. Black turnout in Pittsburgh and uh, Philadelphia, if it follows trends of other states, will probably be down. Ohio, Ashland. Wait, um, Hillary. <laughs> Alan. I say Trump. Patricia. Barbara. Trump. Patricia. Trump. Mark, I think Trump's taking Ohio and taking Ohio big. He's up by seven there. Pennsylvania, he's down by two. Uh, So that's going to be an interesting, uh, that'll be an interesting matchup. 
I think he wipes. I think he wipes out Ohio. Pennsylvania. I think he'll take it in the end, but I think it's going to be a nail biter. North Carolina. Now, before we go into North Carolina, the numbers there back up some of what they say. Okay, um, the polling there has Hillary up by two, uh, some say three. However, turnout again is, is an issue for her, and I think that's going to play a big part of it. So we're going to go Mark. Bob. Barbara. It's going to be close, but I think it's going to be Trump. Patricia. I'm sorry, my son was, was talking to me. What was it? What state is it? North Carolina. North Carolina? Yeah. Trump. Allen. Hillary. Ashley. Hillary. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Um, but I think, too, that it's probably going to be Hillary and a squeaker. So that puts us at three and three. We're going to put that one as an official toss-up, which means we'll visit that one next Friday, and we'll talk about it. The election will be over. All right, here's Mark's pick. Michigan. (laughs) Mark. Barbara. Oh, God. Um, Give you all some numbers. Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota are all dead heats. I know. That's the trouble. I think think Hillary's going to take Michigan. Okay. Patricia. Hillary. Allen. I say Trump. Ashley. Trump. And I say Hillary. I think Hillary will take... Here's kind of how I feel about that. Hillary's either going to take... She's going to take two of the three. Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. Okay? So, since we only listed Michigan as kind of the X factor, again, that's going to be another toss-up. So I'm going to list that one as a toss-up. It was 3-3. Now, Colorado... You heard early on that Colorado was leaning heavily Democrat. But again, Democratic turnout is really low. And most prognosticators have moved it from the Hillary camp to leaning Republican. So, I'll take this one first. And I'm going to say that Trump takes Colorado. Ashley. I'm going to say Hillary. Okay. Alan. Say Hillary. Okay. Patricia. Trump. Barbara. I heard Trump's gaining in Colorado, so I'm going to say Trump. 
And in this one, let's see, who did I miss? Mark. Rob. Okay, so let me recap. Um, five to one for Hill. Five to one for Trump in Florida. Across the board for Trump in Pennsylvania. Only one chose Hillary. I won't mention her name. In Ohio. In North Carolina, we went three and three. So we're putting that in the toss-up column. In Michigan, we went three and three. That's in the toss-up column. And in Colorado, four to two for Trump. Now, there are some other states here that we really haven't talked about. Okay, Utah is one to talk about because in Utah, it appears that there's a dead heat between Trump and that yokel, um, what's his name? Evan. Evan. Yes. So I'm concerned. I'm not concerned overall because I think at the end of the day, Trump will win that one. And even if he doesn't, it doesn't hurt him because he would still need uh, the electoral votes of one of the bigger states that we talked about to get anywhere. Okay. What is a problem is that that's going to set a precedent and a lot of push, a lot of people are going to push for a third party. And third parties in a two-party system are not so great. And unlike most people, I'm not a fan of the third-party system. I think it's a mistake, and I think it requires you to compromise on your values and your belief systems, and it causes you to compromise on things that you probably shouldn't compromise on. Um, but we'll see where that goes. Another state that, that you know we've already talked about, uh, Wisconsin and... Minnesota, but there's a couple of other states that are going to be factors as well, and one of those is New Hampshire. You know, it could come down that little New Hampshire and their four electoral votes become an issue, and so goes New Hampshire, so goes the presidency. Now, I don't really see that coming. I just still see Trump winning with 308 electoral votes, especially with this whole federal investigation thing. I will tell you that if they say, if they announce that they're going to bring charges against Hillary between now and Tuesday morning, she's done. I think it's not as close as they're claiming. I just cannot see that 50% of America is so stupid that they would vote for this chick. Okay, and, uh, you know, chick is such a degrading word, and I do apologize. But uh, I think uh, I think that it's time that we uh, deal with that. So just remember that. So Trump was okay. up in your hand. I'm sorry? It's up in New Hampshire. Yes, because he understands that he has got to, uh, he's got to push and get out that vote because he understands that his way to the White House is a little bit more narrow than Hillary's, even with this whole investigation thing going on. 
Because remember, we're dealing with a lot of low-information voters that are going to show up to vote on Tuesday. And imagine how many haven't even heard the news. I don't know how. Most are living under a rock. So, I do think at the end of the day it's not even going to be close. I think Hillary's going to get stomped. And we may see an electoral college landslide that's not been seen since Reagan. My my initial prediction on this race was that we would see an electoral map makeup that rivaled that of 1980. Mark says 1984, but 1984, poor old Walter Mondale won one state, his own, and Reagan was mad that he lost it. <laughs> That's sad. Well, he wasn't super mad. He just told they wouldn't let him campaign in Minnesota because it was Walter Mondale's home state. Well, Reagan only lost the state by three points. Oh, my God. And most people that went out and voted said the reason they voted against him was because he didn't come to the state. Oh, my God. Oh, that's sad. So, I don't watch my hand. I I said 1988, not 84. I'm sorry? You did say 88. I'm sorry. You You did say 88. I think the fact that they're coming out now and saying that the black vote is way down yes, is really going to hurt her really bad. Well, it's going to hurt her in Mississippi, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina. It's going to hurt her in Virginia. It's going to hurt her, um, you know, it's not going to hurt her in Michigan. Michigan has been trending more of a white state, which is why it's in play right now, because a lot of the Hispanics, are no longer there. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got it will affect her in Colorado. It's going to affect her in Colorado, especially around Denver. If the vote in Denver is down, is pushed down, then she has no chance of winning Colorado. That's why Ohio. That's why Trump has moved up in Ohio and pretty well linchpinned it. He's going to get Ohio because Cuyahoga County. Okay, you've heard us talk about Cuyahoga County and that very western county that Jill argues with me about of Jefferson County. Those two counties right now aren't doing so hot. And so goes Cuyahoga and Jefferson, so goes the state. That's Cleveland. Okay, so keep that in mind. So goes goes Cuyahoga, so goes the state. There's nothing to factor in. A lot of the polling models are using the... 2012 models. Yes, they are using the 2012 models. Some I've seen even use the 2008. If you apply the 2004 model, okay, if you apply the 2004 model, it shows Donald Trump winning in a landslide. And they've done that too. I've heard them do that. I think that's the more accurate because what you don't have in this election cycle is a black president. Right. You don't have color. You do have gender. Now, gender can offset some of the color, but the issue is, and as a political scientist, and a good one at that, I will tell you this, okay, that the weight of 99% of these polls that I've read, okay, and I've read probably since the first of the year, I've probably read three, 4,000 polls, internals, all this gobbledygook. There are only three polls in this country that are weighted properly. And in those that have the proper weight to them, 
and the the makeup of the area that they're polling, Trump wins it every time. Mm-hmm. Trump wins them every time. So but they're still they're still calling for a long night because um, Florida, because Florida, I don't think Florida's going to be long. I don't think Florida's going to be long. I think what we're going to see. Okay, I'm going to give you all what we're going to see on election day. Mark this down. Write it in your books. All right. We are going to see in the southern part of Florida, we're going to see a lot of activity early in the day. Okay? We're going to see it about 2 o'clock. Write this down in your books. 2 o'clock Eastern. Okay? Well, let's back it up. About 1 o'clock Eastern, you're going to see Democratic precincts across this country start being flooded with people voting. Okay? That is so that they can get on those exit polls. The first round of exit polls will come out at about 2.15 Eastern. And while the Democrats... I'm sorry? That's why I go early. They will want that first round of exit polls to show that Hillary's doing well, to try and tamp down the work vote that's going to start at about 3.30 Eastern. Um, and, And across the states, across the country... 3.30 3.30 local time, you're going to start to see Republicans show up in droves. Mm-hmm. Okay. My prediction, Central Florida, North Florida, and the western part of Florida will have lines around the building beginning at 3.30. And yeah. they will be voting well after the cutoff time at 7 p.m. Central. That's right. They will. Okay. You're going to see that all across the country. The states where you're not going to see that, you're not going to see it in uh, New York. You won't see it in Washington. Uh, they do all theirs by mail. Colorado actually does most of theirs by mail. Um, you're not going to see long lines in Washington, Oregon, California. The only place you're going to see long lines in California is Northern California and Orange County. Other than that, you won't really see any long lines. Um Heavily Democratic states where you don't expect the Republicans to do well, voter turnout's just not going to be that. Illinois is is kind of a toss-up mm-hmm. because, you know, Illinois has got a Republican governor that's been fighting the unions up there. And my buddy Ricky is part of that. And the Republican governor is finally starting to win and get people on his side. He has supported Trump. Trump is very popular up there. So if they can turn out heavy numbers outside of Springfield and Chicago and turn out the rest of the state, they might be able to offset Chicago. Yeah. Fox News is saying that they'll be able to call it by 11. I agree. I agree. But you have to realize something. All these news outlets are trying to cover their butts so they don't lose their credibility. Yeah, I know. This is going to... This is going to be one of those elections that some are going to be incredibly right, some are going to be incredibly wrong. There is no, I was just barely wrong. Somebody's right. going to be super right or super wrong. But I think at the end of the day, make America great again will be the rallying cry. Yeah, I think so. And I think from South Carolina to Nevada, from Texas to Montana, there'll be Republicans going in. Yeah. I I don't even think Republicans will lose the Senate. I think they'll hold the hold the Senate by a vote. No, they'll come out in droves. They'll come out in droves after a while. Like you said, what, 3 o'clock in the afternoon or something like 3:30. that? 
Wait for they, if you're a Republican strategist, you watch early morning to see what's going on, okay? You want you want weather to be bad in Chicago, any metro city like in Nashville. I hope it piss poor rains on election morning so bad people can't see. Because Democrats will not go to the polls of an evening. It's really strange how that works. But Democrats vote early in the day, Republicans vote late in the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, my dad, who absolutely refuses to vote early, will go vote on Tuesday. And before I left, I told him, Dad, you need to get there an hour and a half before you have to be at work because you're going to be in line or before you have to leave to go to work. Oh, I ain't going to be no lines. Boy, ain't never no lines. Okay, hide and watch. So, so on Tuesday, Day, I want to watch him. See, I'm smart, and I do my crap early. And I hate early voting, by the way. I think early voting should not be allowed. I think yeah, you either make you it you, you, either, you either make it the same across the board in every state, or you do away with it in every state. That's what I said. Well, I'll be calling you Tuesday morning because i got a test that i got to do at 7.30 in the morning, and right after that, I'll be voting. So... You know, I'll be calling you and telling you what it's like in Beckford County. So, well, you know. what we will be doing um, for those of you that are available on Tuesday morning, Tuesday at all, we are going to be running what I call the war room. We are going to be watching for voter fraud. We've got the hotline set up. We're going to be posting it. We've got all the other numbers to local states if they want to call their local state, and we need to be tracking numbers as they come in. Okay, and we'll talk more about that over the weekend, but there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done. Okay, Okay. on to what everybody is wondering. Everybody is wondering. (laughs) Are you all ready? Sure. Yeah. As you all know, a few, couple of years, well, about a year ago, the Muppets returned to ABC in a prime time in a primetime drama. And so everybody wants to know, why did Miss Piggy and Kermit break up? That's right. I've been wondering that, too. Because, you know, Miss Piggy is now dating a uh, dating an actor, and Kermit the Frog, he's so in love with Miss Piggy. Well, he's not mm-hmm. dating anybody, and he's he's just having trouble. So everybody wants to know. With, is she going out with Sean Penn? Uh, I hope not. That would definitely dilute my opinion of Miss P. <laughs> hey, I have a question. Yes, is this, a true story, is this a true story or is this a, what do you call it, metaphor? Really? <laughs> You're going to bring up a metaphor? <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. I'm sitting down. Go ahead. <laughs> Well, first of all, it's not a real story. It's on a, it's based off of a sitcom that was on ABC. And Ashley, you're the perfect person to ruin a perfectly good joke that was going to work its way through the. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Ashley. Everybody, give her a boo, boo. Boo. Funny. <laughs> she done. She done said is. <laughs> boo. Say goodbye. No. 
I can on this one. All I can do is hit mute, and then I then I punish <laughs> Alan. So. <laughs> Thank you, Ash Boo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got about ten more minutes left of this glorious program, so let's move on to the next topic. Okay. And that is that wonderful El Presidente Obama. Mm-hmm. has decided that they're going to waive the fines for anybody not signed up for Obamacare for another year. Good God. Now, is that because the sign-up is so dismal? <laughs> oh, you think? Nobody is signing up. Uh, or is he trying to save it for Hillary, uh, a Hillary presidency, and basically throw it on her lap to hold his legacy in place? And that's an open question to whoever wants to answer. Well, I'll start off with saying whack, 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 whack. And the lame duck needs to just go back to his golf course and steal the furniture he's going to steal and leave on January 20th. The furniture he's going to steal. He's going to use the Clinton model. Oh, no. You know what I heard today? I heard today him say uh, that it's not only Hillary on the ballot, it's my legacy on the ballot. Oh, really? He's right. (laughs) Well, yeah, and if you vote for Trump, then the Social Security checks are going to stop. Black people will be put on chains again. Um, Pell Grants will stop and black churches are going to burn. Wow. Guess what? The wiener has come to Tennessee. He is at the the recovery ranch in Nunley, Tennessee. Is that right? So hide your 14-year-old daughters on Twitter. So I guess I guess here we I guess here we rehab wieners. Oh, my God. And it came out that she knew. It came out that she knew that he was sexting, or whatever you want to call it, a 15-year-old girl. Well, most likely likely they're swingers. Well, that too, but... Because that's, for years, that's, that's what's been going around about them. And, you know, there's, well... Wait till the recording's over because Chick Fil A may not like me saying this on the recording. So, and by the way, while we're mentioning Chick Fil A, where they did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich, they are sponsors of this program. And beginning this month, we are going to be giving out the free Chick Fil A coupons again. Yay! So, I will be announcing on our next program what you can do to get those. But in the meantime, go to Chick Fil A where they did not invent the chicken, just the chicken sandwich. Have a number one with a large cherry coke today. Also, if you're bored, have nothing else to do, read the Wall Street Journal, WSJ.com, where you get the right news at the right time. In the upper right-hand corner, put heavy F and poly and you'll get a discount. I'll make money, you'll make money, and you'll get the news. Yay. (laughs) So, it's also been brought to you by SPW Consulting Group, where when the webmaster decides to finish the website, you can go to spwconsulting.us and .com for further details. All right. 
Right. And it's also sponsored by <laughs> sleepers, but you can stay in a hotel, get money, read the Wall Street Journal, and really, Mark? some delicious waffle fries from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Enjoy the one and only Ashbo. And Thunder Nuts and the Ten Full Society. <laughs> okay. On behalf <laughs> on behalf of those of us at Heavy F and the Poly Sci Guys at the round table, we'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. We'd like to thank our guests this evening, our round table panelists this evening, Ashley. Alan, Patricia, Barbara, Mark, and yours truly, the political superman from the Big Apple. We'd like to say (laughs) we're here every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Y'all stop it. And uh, we invite you to come and listen. For those of you that are listening after the recording's done and you have any questions, you can email me at fabian at fabianstory.com. I'll be glad to respond to you. If you send me lewd, vulgar things, or you threaten me, I will hunt you down. And having said that, thank a soldier, for without the soldiers, we would not be able to do what we do. Make sure you thank law enforcement. Two law enforcement officers were shot today in New York uh, doing their jobs. Please respect them and know that uh, they have families, they have a job to do, and if you weren't breaking the law, they wouldn't be after you. Uh, Thank your emergency personnel, for without them, there'd be a lot more of us dead these days. And on behalf of those of us here, I'm Political Superman saying, have a good night, everybody. Good night.